Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. It's here where we promise to bring you everything, every time for everybody. And I just realized that last week I actually gave everybody the wrong date. I was like, oh, it is April 30th or something, April 27th or something like that. It was like really weird. But I do know what today is. Okay, today is May 1st. It's May Day. May Day. It is May 1st. We have... Moved on to the fifth month of the year, which means that it's just going by way, 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 way fast. And next month is our Pride Month here in San Francisco and the Pride Month actually across the nation. But, um, you know, we're going to celebrate ours then. So we, we don't have a whole lot of time before that uh, embarks upon us. But we're dealing with today on May 1st, and I have two wonderful guests. Um, um, later on the program, I'm going to be bringing on uh, one of the funniest men I know out there, and um, and I'm sure when I tell you who it is, you're all going to agree with me as well. Um, but he's an Emmy Award winner um, for his role on Will and Grace. A little bit back in the day, he's also one of the co-stars of the film Sorted Lives and a few others. He was in The Help, all of that good stuff. Of course, I'm talking about Leslie Jordan. He'll be joining us because he's in town today. He's in town today because he's participating as one of the entertainment guests for My Tree uh, Bliss 2016 Gala. It's one of their big um, fundraisers for the year. And uh, that happens today later on at 4 p.m. at the Mission Bay Conference Center, UCSF. For more information on that, you can go to their website, uh, which is at www.mytree. That's M-A-I-T-R-I-S-F dot org. Because I'm sure you can still get tickets to attend that Wonder event. But we'll talk more about that when I bring them on later on in the program. But my first guest happens to be celebrating 20 years of being one of our biggest dance music divas. And I'm not going to tell you a name. I'm not going to tell you a name. All I'm going to do to bring her on right now is to play you one of her big hits. And it's kind of apropos because I do believe this song was originally written by, um, well, co-written by Prince, who we recently lost. And um, also the main singer on the song, or the original version of the song we lost earlier in the year. Um, from Vanity Six. And so uh, here it is. Here's Nasty Girl by my guest, and I will sure you will know who it is.
Oh, yes, it is. Yes, and she a nasty girl, huh? Oh, I think I got her on the line. I Everybody knows that is Miss Anaya Day. How you doing, girlfriend? <laughs> I am great. How are you? Oh, my <laughs> God. It's so good to have you on the phone. It's just like, I, you guys just don't know how much I'm in love with Anaya. I just love her to death. It's like, there is no better day than an Anaya Day. That's what I always <laughs> say, right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so congratulations, first of all. Let me just say congratulations for, number one, the longevity of your career, and Thank number you. two, just 20 years in the dance music uh, arena, because you know, girl, that can be very, very fickle for a lot of people out there. Yes. And you have you have sustained, not only sustained, it's kind of amazing, because I think sometimes when we are listening to people who have been in any business, but we, you know, we we hear of them a lot or see of them a, a lot. We kind of forget sometimes the impact. And right now, as far as music on the Billboard charts and the dance arena, you have made quite a bit of impact over the last six, seven months, girl. I just want to say that because <laughs> it's not like every time I turn around, it's like, okay, now your day songs are on the chart again. You know, it's like, <laughs> you Isn't know, that crazy. It's incredible. Well, well, what is it? Because you know the. There, there's this it thing that people always talk about in show business and the music business. And you obviously have this it thing because there just seems like people are running to you, obviously, to say, we got a record and we need to put some Anaya Day stank on it. And, and for it, you know, because we want it to be a hit. And, and, and invariably, that's what happens. What is it that you think it is that that gravitates, uh, you know, all these people gravitate to you in, the, in, in this arena? I mean, because it's amazing. I, I'm not sure, but I'd like to think that it's because of the sincerity. I mm-hmm. mean, I sing what I mean, and I mean what I sing. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's, usually my music is inspirational, but of course I have those fun songs like Nasty Girl and Horny, and mm-hmm. I have a little fun, so that I guess that's sincere too. But I, I, I always sing from the city of my soul and you know and i always ask god to you know just really give me a push with whatever i'm doing i say you know i'll open my mouth and pray that you feel like singing today right right (laughs) but you know it's because you 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 know i think a lot of people don't know some of your early beginnings as a youngster i mean um being on broadway on um uh with the whiz and or being on the traveling you were part of the traveling tour weren't you or no yeah okay the, yes, travel- the revival in the rival actually yeah. yeah and and you know that that to me i don't know there's something about singing on stage you know what i mean which yeah. which allows you to open up you know what i mean because so many times i listen to so many singers that are recording artists now and they just don't have that ability to open up when they're singing they're they're so used to being in that that um, confined, I guess, type of environment of a studio that they have not yet learned how to let that that inner soul come out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, exactly. you, you don't got that problem, okay? No, thank God I don't. And that's partially because I grew up singing in church. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my, my faith is my core, so mm-hmm. I always draw from that. So I sing from a, a, a depth that is undescribable actually mm-hmm. so i i always feel it first and i figure if i feel it maybe somebody else will i mean i i feel like if you can you can look, listen to someone and say okay well that was nice but it doesn't make you go Ooh, right you know? and i just want i want my prayer is that when i sing that somebody feels 
something. Mm-hmm. Because if they feel something when I sing, then they'll always want that feeling again. Mm-hmm. And so I'll always be welcome into their ear holes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and then like we always use, we've all said, you know, people in the industry, when, you, when you're talking about producing something, that you do want them to kind of, when they do hear it, that... You want them to remember what they were doing the first time that they heard the yes. song. You want that every time that they hear it, whatever was going on, if it sparks that memory to me, I think you feel like, God, I, I hit it. I did it because exactly. I know that this person is now thinking about what they were doing the first time they heard it. Good, bad, or indifferent. You right. know, they can remember, they can attach it to a memory, and that will make it live forever. As long exactly. as that person is with us, it will live forever on it. Now, did you ever think that you were, did you think that you would be in this position doing what you love to do as a living? Like doing this as, as you know, I mean, singing for a living. Did you ever think that's what you were going to do? Yeah, actually I did because I've been in the music business making money at it since I was 12. Mm-hmm. So it's music is all I know, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I'm, thank God I'm not an idiot. <laughs> but, <laughs> But I've been blessed enough to be able to do music and musical theater my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just ingrained in me. It's part of who I am. And you're a New Yorker. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason why I, I, I like to say that is because... I don't know. New Yorkers have that. They they have that hustle on a meaning. If it's something that they want to do, I don't care who told them they can't or whatever. They have that wherewithal to make it happen. I just have yes. to. I, I love my San Francisco family. I love them to death. But I just know that New Yorkers, if they say I'm gonna be a singer, I'm gonna be a musician, I ain't never picked up an instrument before in life, but. Yep. They will make that hustle happen, and it will happen. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's and <laughs> so, even if you did, if you were sitting there one day at the cereal box, just eating some cereal in the morning, I'm gonna be a singer. It's gonna happen because yes. you live from New York. <laughs> I'm going to be a singer. Yes, That's what's going to happen. Well, you know, we're going to take a quick break, um, Anaya, and we're going to come back and we're going to spend some more time and delve into all this music that you've done. We're going to play some more of your music and whatnot. But i got to pay some bills, so I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to be joined again by the dance music diva herself, Anaya Day. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life, 
a special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Symes, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.alegrecare.com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. Hello, hello. We're back. We're back. Thank you all for staying with us. Of course, you've joined us. If you've just joined us, you are now listening to It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the Sunday weekly segment of uh, the Michelle Meow Show every noon hour um, PST time here on the West Coast. And um, I am just very tickled to death because I have somebody that I admire a lot um, and have had the opportunity to... um, to speak to a lot and get to know a little bit. And I have her on the show. And now today, yes. our dance music uh, diva is celebrating 20 years of, you know, just making us shake our booties and stomp our feet and clap our hands and just have a good time on the dance floor with her wealth of um, music that she has given us um, in the dance arena. Um, and, and it's just kind of amazing. Can you, 1996, girl. Yes. Oh, and I didn't even realize when the years had passed. I, was, I, I said, wow, you know, I've been in this a long time. I was talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing house music for years. I've been doing it. And I said, wow, since 96. And they said, girl, that's 20 years. And I said, ooh. Oh, what? <laughs> and she was like, well, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to celebrate? What are you going to do about it? Right. I said, I, I don't know, because I, you just made me realize. <laughs> well, you know, that's really because you're right. And I think, though, the reason why you don't realize, I mean, I know you know you've been doing a lot because you've been working a lot. But right. but it's like when you are like that, because you'd be going from one thing to another that yeah. you do lose track of time like that. And, and honey, yeah. you have been putting out a lot of stuff. And I think it's because the project's. Because you you're doing, I know you you put out a you put out I know at least one album that's a gospel album, um, and when well, you actually I've never done an album. Oh, well, so ever. what's a, is it just one? Just a few gospel singles is that I'm 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 referring to? Is that what I, I'm thinking? No, actually, I did um, a gospel song called "Great Is the Lord" and right. I released it on my own label, but it just has um, four different mixes. Oh, I but got no, you. It's not an album; it's just an EP. I've never done an album. You know, oh wow! But you know, well nowadays it's kind of like we're not kind of in that that album mentality really on a large scale with the with the. Um, uh, with buyers, that we're we're kind of not in that kind of a market. Even though the, there are some albums doing really well, but it's not like right. it used to be. You know what I mean? Where exactly? You, you know, so so the way you're putting it out with single after single. Number one is really, I think it's great, particularly when you do the kind of music that you do uh, prolifically. Is that um, you get a chance so much to work with so many different great other musicians? Yeah, you know, without having to worry about label stuff and all that kind of stuff you just go where where you want to go you know what i yes. mean and that that's the beauty of that however 
since we have moved into the 20-year anniversary, it would be kind of nice to have a little compilation album of a Night Day stuff. I think that kind of, you know, yes, if, it, I, if I, I had a, you got a label, girl, you should be able to get some rights and hit up on that. Yeah, I'm working <laughs> on some stuff on this end. Because <laughs> I think we would, could you imagine that we we could just have all parties of nothing but a night day music for two hours, just go ahead and party and do our yeah. thing, you know? Because <laughs> it has true. been, it has been that beautiful for you. It really has been that beautiful. It has been. I I will not complain because truly it is a blessing to still be doing what I love, yeah. you know, and to do it with so many different people. I've met people from all around the world. I've worked with people from all around the world, some whom I have not met, but make music with right. over and over again, right. which is really, I mean, it's good because you can get a lot done from, uh, a, you know, a from a, fa- a vast distance, but the bad side of it is that the personal aspect yeah. of it is 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 totally gone. You don't get to meet people, take pictures with them, and say, "Remember when we were in the studio and we did this?" And you know, that's the downside of it. I miss that part. When I used to go fly to Germany to work with Moosey mm-hmm. and be in the studio with him, and fly to Cincinnati to work with Bootsy Collins, you know, and he's still that way, mm-hmm. you know. But when I submit stuff, we do it from. I'm in New York. He's in Cincinnati, and we do music. And then when it's time to record, he's like, "Oh, you, I think it's time for you to come on over here." and put this down, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, so that's I, kind of, but that kind of goes to, you know, we always say that uh, music is a universal language, and I think that's what makes it so much because sometimes you don't, I don't think you really need to, you know, sometimes be on that touchy-touchy, like, level with someone as far as, like, I can touch you because you can feel them and you know their soul from the stuff that you're getting via email or whatever. You listen to it and you can tell, oh, I, I know I'm going to connect with this person because right. you can feel it in the music. And you don't really have, like you said, I've never met some of these people face-to-face, I, you know, right. or, you know, and um, but you, you, you probably don't have to because that music is actually speaking for them. Yes, very, very true. You know, and you write, you know, all, you know, so much stuff. You So for you, when, when you're singing the stuff that you've written the lyrics to and the melodies to and whatever, you can really feel it, honey. Yes, because <laughs> it's your own baby. Mm, oh, I can feel it. I, can, I know, I know when I was like, well, I wrote that. <laughs> I could, I could just tell it. I could tell it in a, I could tell it. <laughs> Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so and now is there, are you from one of those families that everybody sings? Are you from like the Warwicks, you know, the, uh, <laughs> you know, all the, you know, the Warwicks and Houston's and all them together where everybody and their family sings? Are you from a family like that? Kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, uh, it's not as. Theists, they mm-hmm. they are. But uh, my my older cousin Solomon Roberts Jr. He is the leader of the group Sky. That may call mm-hmm. me if you need someone to talk to. Oh, and honey, yes. Taught me how to play the drums and had me recording things for him and demoing for for Sky when I was really young. And um, my cousin Devon mm-hmm. is in house music. My her little sister. Um, Akira, she does house music, and my mother sings. My mother sings classically. She mm. she does anthems and mm-hmm. things like. She sings very. Well, but that's part, but see, but but for you because when we've had this conversation before. 
the strength, the tone of your voice is like no other. You know, and I and I always I you know I I love it when when people can sing and you know who it is. When I hear Aretha song, we know it's Aretha. Right. You know, when we hear we we know it's Whitney. When we hear a Nia Day, we know this is a Nia Day, and not. There's very few people out there as vast as you know the music industry is. There's very few people out there who we can say that about. You know what I mean? It's like you know everybody. You're you're not imitating it. People want to imitate you, and I mean I know that's the biggest form of flattery when that comes out. But we know it's you. I I mean there's just no mistake in it, and and I think that comes. I mean knowing that your mother has you know that type of background herself, it's like you're just born with that that gift to be able to do that. It's in the blood. It's in and on key. It ain't no, you know, ain't no <laughs> one take. We ready to go. You know, it's like we we'll just throw some other takes in there just in case. You know, we right. want we want some extra ad libs and stuff. But really, we we already we already nailed it. We done now. But uh, yes. but that's you know that's what's so good. And I think I I hope a lot of young singers out there and musicians really need to I hope they just tune in to so many people like yourself who've been in the business long enough and still doing it that's what I'm saying because this year alone you have just been putting out you know song after song and they've just been kicking they've just been doing it yeah and it's funny I was just in the billboard chart and we peaked at number three with we stranded it. Mm-hmm. yes and I did that with some of the guys from San Fran exactly and One Night in Heaven with DJ Grind and Toy Armada, it's um, in the breakout chart. On yeah, the I and we're and we're gonna listen to both. What? We're gonna we're gonna hear both of those before the program is over. But I want to talk about um, a song that you did with another dear friend of mine and a dear dear friend of yours and a fellow New Yorker with DJ Escape. And um, you guys put together a song that I just fell in. I remember when y'all was doing this because. Escape had come to play in San Francisco a few years back, and we were talking. He goes, "Ooh, I, I, ooh, me and Anaya Day working on this thing, and it's gonna be good." And I remember. And then he came back a few months later, and he played it, and I was like, "Ooh, see, you hurting some people right now." Wow. And you know that's what I'm talking about. Make some noise, because it was at a time when we really needed this type of an anthemy type of song we needed this at that i don't i don't remember what specifically was going on but we weren't hearing this type you know at that time and then y'all put this out and it was just you know an instant everyone gravitated to it and i i loved it and i know you enjoy doing it because i seen you perform it but make some noise was one of that and so i'm going to play it right now and then we're going to take another quick break Awesome. And then come back and we're going to talk some more about the, the song you did with uh, Choi and uh, DJ Grind. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, here is Make Some more Noise with DJ Escape and our one and only Anaya Day.
You're listening to the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Like us on Facebook and share us with your friends. Find out more at facebook.com slash progressive voices. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say I do, especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Sines, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.alegrecare.com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. We're back. Once again, this is It's Everything with your hostess, Bibi Sweet Briar. We are the Sunday weekly segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And later on in the show, we're going to have the one and only Emmy Award winning, very, very, very funny, a Leslie Jordan. But right now, I'm talking to the dance music diva, Anaya And And I, I always say that word diva, and I know for a lot of people, they think that means something negative these days. But actually, to me, diva just means someone who exudes a lot of confidence in what they do and actually um, um, uh, is a part of the change. And in, in, in when you think of some anything, whether it be business or music or sports or whatever is like when you think of that sport or when you think of that business or industry and you think of music you think of that person and I can tell you right now when I think of dance music Anaya Day is who I think about so here you go Miss Diva okay that's why (laughs) I use the word Diva because that's what I think about when 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 um, I think of the music and you've been like you said we earlier before we went to break we were talking about how this year you have been you know, just already kicking it off in 2016 on that 20th uh, year anniversary that you're just coming up with, just coming out with the gusto like, hey, you know, I know what's happening. I'm been here, know it, and I'm I'm doing it again. Stranded went up to number three or number two. I'm not even for sure if it was. It peaked at three. It yes. peaked at three, and um, uh, that of course had. Uh, some Bay Area hands on it with uh, Leo Frappier and um, yeah. you know all these people up here and and we're gonna we're gonna close the show with that one. I'm gonna keep that one in my pocket for the end of the show. I think I like that one, but I want to talk about what you got on there now. You just said it came on the Billboard Breakout chart, um, and this is the new one that you've done with um, uh, Toy um, Armada and Mr. DJ Grind, who. Uh, well, DJ Grimes definitely Bay Area, and I think it's on Swishcraft, is it not? Yes, it is. Which is Matt Consola. So we got some Bay Area hands up there. So this is like really how'd that all come about? Now I know you've worked with, uh, to- I mean, excuse me, with Matt before, but I'm not for sure if you've worked with DJ Grime before. 
No, I hadn't mm-hmm. worked with him before, but he did a remix on You Are My Family mm-hmm. that I did with Joe Gautreaux. Mm-hmm. So we met through Joe Gautreaux because they're really good friends, and we got to hang out a bit in Atlanta, and we hit it off right away. I felt like I knew him all my life. And then a couple of weeks later, he hit everybody up and said, you know, I want to use an Aya, and they hit me up, and I said, dope. And we did. It, it, it was awesome. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite songs, so yeah. I'm really happy to do it. Yeah. Now, um, did you have, did you write the lyrics of the song? No, actually, it's a remake from M People. Oh, I didn't know what kind of, But you know what's so funny is because when you listen to songs, you know what I'm saying, it's like, there's something about this that is familiar with me. And I wasn't quite for sure if it was just because I'm, you know, so in love with you that it was, it had that feel to it. But okay, that's what it is. It was because yeah. I do now remember when now that you mentioned in people that it was something that they had done before. And this song does have an inspirational type of feel to it and, and message to it. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Grime wanted to do this song and dedicate it to his grandmother who had recently passed away, oh. I think a week before we premiered the song at White Party Palm Springs, mm-hmm. um, which was April 10th. I think the week before it was, uh, mm-hmm. his grandmother passed away. So he dedicates this song to her. So we, we always perform it from the cities of our souls. Yeah, and you, yeah. you know, made a, a kind of a, it was a surprise. You were the surprise guest. Every year they always have a surprise guest at um, White Party, and uh, you were that person this year. And I, you know, I didn't, I didn't happen to attend this year, but I did. Boy, my my Twitter and my and my 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 um Instagram and everything was blowing up with pictures <laughs> because everybody was like, oh my God, it. it was just blowing <laughs> up, child. I was like, okay, the year I decide not to go, you there. You could you, yeah. you could you couldn't ring a sister up. Come on now. Like, Don't tell anybody. It won't be a surprise. Okay, like, oh, you, like, oh, you can't man. ring me up now. Come on. I was just in New York with you just a few weeks I beforehand. Know. You could not have told me on the side. You know, I wouldn't have told nobody. Well, I just figured but, you'd be there. I know. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I didn't think I needed you. Like, <laughs> right, I didn't think I needed to tell you. I thought I was gonna look you in the eye. I know. <laughs> Yeah, that was something, and that and what a place to debut, premiere yeah. that song with thirty thousand, you know, partying gay boys just out there having some you, the, you know, kind of just like giving you that energy yeah. that you want because I know you're that type of person. What you give me, honey, I'm gonna give it back to you five hundred times right. more. Exactly. Yeah. So that must have something. The whole valley was charged, and it was so cool to have those mountains just, you know, Mm -hmm. engulfing us, and the the Ferris wheels on either end, the massive stage. Jeffrey Sanka really killed it. I mean, Mm. it was awesome. Wow. Well, I know that. I know that um, this song is also going to uh, do well and be another one that we can chalk up as. Uh, one of your hits that you've been involved with. What 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 other stuff do you have that you can talk about that you may have on the horizon um, for us for this 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 wonderful year and this wonderful milestone in your career? Well, coming up soon, I have a duet with Peyton. Peyton and I did a duet, and Eddie Amador produced it. Mm-hmm. So that should be a whole lot of fun. Oh wow. Yeah, I think that's going to be on Carrillo. Okay. Carrillo uh, Records. I'm not sure. Mm. We're gonna. Um, we're waiting that out to see what 
they decide because everybody's so backed up with their individual projects. Right. We're trying to find a window to make sure that nobody has anything else that they're pushing and that we can all concentrate on the next project. So right now I am really in on this One Night in Heaven tune because I love yeah. it so much. And I'm working on a funk rock project, actually. I have a funk band, and I've never recorded with them. Mm-hmm. And I love, as many know, funk music. Oh, yeah. I used to tour with Bootsy Collins. Mm-hmm. I was in the new rubber band. I've written for him. I've recorded on his, al- recorded on his albums. So I'm going to... Um, to a funk rock project of my own, and I've been really, really delving into that. And, and, and I, I don't even have to think about that. I can just, that's the kind of music I don't have to think about. I just get in there and sing whatever I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, are I you going to be doing any of the um, the uh, Pride Circuit stuff? I mean, you did, well, of course, we just did White Party, which is a music festival, but yeah. um, are you are you have any plans on doing any, uh, you know, you do them all the time, but, I mean, do you have anything coming up that... Um, that oh, people yes, might yes, be able yes. to see you at? Well, I um, um, I just did the Anthems party here in New York. Mm-hmm. And then next weekend on Saturday, I'm at Hydrate. Oh, um, in, in Chicago. Chicago. I'm going to miss yes. the, See, I'm going to be in Chicago in the, at the end of May. So I'm going to miss you then. I'm performing oh, there. So I was like, oh, great. We got to get our calendars together. We, you know, we have to coordinate. <laughs> We have to do this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I love Hydrate. That's one of my, one of my favorite places out there because you know yes. I like that. I like that they have that little mist going on outside when it's hot. They're like, oh, go yeah, yeah, give me some yeah. Hydrate me. They that's hydrate. Little... <laughs> yeah, I've been working with Mark Liberson for like mm-hmm. oof, about twelve years, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. and um, so I'm going to be there, and Joe Gautreaux will be there as well uh, next Saturday, and then June fourth. Um, I'm in Albany, mm-hmm. um, doing three shows, like I'm doing a, like a noon show, 6 p.m., and then the nighttime show okay. there in Albany, and then I'm in, uh, where am I, June, oh, July, June 11th, I am doing L.A. Pride, the Latin Oh, oh, great. Well, then yeah, I'll see you then. I'll definitely see you then, because I'll be, I'll be, I'll be at L.A. I'll see you then. I definitely see you We're going to make a date. Robin S. Oh, we, oh, we going we go, yeah, we gonna be there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and do a live song, remote. Our duet, yeah. Oh, yes. And Frankie Knuckles produced it. Oh, see now you are gonna take me way back, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, girl, I'm, I'm already. 11th. Okay. Oh, I'll definitely see you there. We are gonna have to do lunch or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, but we are gonna definitely do that. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time today to 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 share all of your love and blessedness here. Uh, on our show today, and you know, I you, I can never speak you know well enough about you because uh, I just respect you so I respect you so much, and um, you know, so thank you so and much. I loved for, your show here in New York. Oh well, thank you, love. Thank yes. you, thank you. That was uh, that was a joy to be a part of that, and I, and I finally got a chance to meet Javonda, so that was really 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 fun. Yes. And um, uh, but you know, our lives will continue to run its course together, hopefully. And um, I can't wait to see you again. And again, people out there, the name of the name of your song, girl, that is now hitting the charts. Go ahead. Ah, it is one night in heaven, and that is a uh, Toy Armada and, and DJ Grind and DJ Grind featuring the one and only Anaya Day, and that is on Swisscraft, which is a uh, part of Matt Consola's conglomerate of music. He does so much stuff out there. Yeah. Um, but uh, congratulations on that, and we will look at it, Thank climb you. and climb and climb. But I'm going to go ahead and play that right now for you. Thank you, Kenny. Kenny's our producer out there, and he's been jamming to the music. I, I just want to let y'all know, you know. <laughs> 
you don't see it, but Kenny was jamming up in here, and he's going to jam some more as we say goodbye to Naya, and thank you so much again. But here is um, uh, her and her latest hit right now, so um, we will go to a commercial break right after that, and I will come back with Leslie Jordan. You're listening to the Progressive Voices Channel on TuneIn. Please help us grow. Tell your friends to tune in to Progressive Voices. Find out more at ProgressiveVoices.com. Babe, I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? (laughs) Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for staying with us. You know how much I totally enjoy your interest in the show. This is It's Everything with your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the weekly segment of, or the Sunday weekly segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And uh, we just finished with our wonderful interview with the dance music diva, Anaya Day, celebrating 20 years doing dance music for us all on the dance floor. And I appreciate so much the time she spent with us. But now... I get an opportunity to move into someone that is always so pleasant to speak to and um, leaves us all laughing no matter what he's doing. Even in some of the serious work he's done, he's left us laughing. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only Emmy Award winning Leslie Jordan. And Leslie joins us now. How are you, dear? Well, it's a beautiful uh, day and I'm alive and I'll be 61. Uh Oh, uh, that, that, wait, are you serious? <laughs> yes, it's my birthday. Oh, my holy Lord. Happy birthday to you. That's amazing. Um, I love that. I love that. I get an opportunity to speak with Leslie Jordan on his blessed day. <laughs> In the world, Sixty-one, de- sixty-one degrees, sixty-one years old, and 
I called my friend and said, I'm 61. He said, plus tax and deposit. <laughs> I said, no, I really am. I'm 61. He said, plus with shipping and handling. He was 61, but I really am. And, and fragile marked along the side of the box, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Well, you you know you're you're one of those guys that are in Hollywood that as you know as you've been doing this for for so many years is that even though time has gone on and Hollywood is not the kindest to those of to those who mature um, that but you continue to to find to do work you continue to be out there doing television film and of course your stand-up uh, comedy shows and storytelling you continue to be working how, how is it that you've been you've managed to do that? over so many years? Well, remember Jill Clyburn from... I remember Jill, yes. Well, was it, was it good, good for getting Mr. Goodbar or something? What was Jill anyway? Jill Clyburn, come on. She was the best. But I love it. She died um, a few years ago, but I love what she said. You know, she said actors love to say, oh, well, you know, at that point in my life, I felt that I would go do some theater. Or in that point in my life, I thought a film would be, honey, you do what comes your way. You know what I mean? It's not like you get to decide. Seriously, very few of us, maybe Tom Cruise or Oprah, I don't know. But, you know, we you're, you're just kind of along for the ride. And I am... When I first got to Hollywood in 1982, it was very wink, wink being gay. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd go out to the bars and you'd see every, you know, producer and casting director and, hey, hey, woo, here we are, we're okay. And then, you know, during the day, well, wink, wink, hello, how are you? <laughs> you know, it's very... And so, you know, I kind of did that. We were then called nevish. You know, they would say, oh, we want someone sort of nevish. <laughs> or we like, we like, we want a mama's boy. You know, or we want a, they, they'd say, and I was lucky in that I always had gay representation. Mm-hmm. I always have. It's just, you know, gay man, managers, gay agents. I never planned it that way. It just happened that way. But you know, they'd always tell me, they'd call up and say, now listen, honey, feet on the ground. You know, don't get too light in the lowers with this one. You know, hands by your side, put your voice in the lower register. So, you know, we survived all that, and then all of a sudden, here we are, you know. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Right. And no more wink, wink, honey. There's no more wink, wink. It is a kind of, um, and it's kind of funny how you were awarded for playing um, definitely uh, someone light in the loafers, you know, with your Will and Grace character and, um, you know, where I'm sure you never would have imagined something like that, you know, 20 years prior to that. No, I would not have. And the interesting part about the, the Will and Grace was that he was, the character, which I loved, was so sort of closeted, you know, even though, I don't know if you remember that, but Beverly Leslie had a wife, and he was a Republican, you know, which was so much fun, and I remember this one time, one of the producers pulled me aside and said, listen, the gay one, you know, there's Max Mushnick, it was gay, and David Corning was great, figure that show. I always felt that Max felt that when I got too, like, screamer, 
effeminate, you know, carrying on too queeny that maybe I was stepping into Sean Hayes' territory. You know what I mean? That was it. He had that wrapped up. I got it. Honey, he had that wrapped up. And so he would come over and tell me, um, you know, turn him down. Let's, you know, push him up a tiny bit. Well, then Jimmy Burroughs would run over, who is just a legend and, um, and just such a great director. He said, what did what that producer tell you? <laughs> he wants me to, he wants me to, Turn him down a bit because I listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to just clean it up. Clean it up. Clean, you know, boo. So there's always, I've gotten that many times on the set where I remember one time I did a movie with, believe it or not, Dustin Hoffman, and the director was that huge, oh my God, his name slips my mind, the biggest English director in the world. Anyway. He would, uh, Dustin came over to me and said, you know, uh, this is Chicago, and you've got that Southern accent. I said, I know, I can't really get rid of it. I'm an old sitcom. You know, I'm an old sitcom. <laughs> I don't understand. Mm-hmm. He said, well, maybe you should try to, because this is supposed to be Chicago. Well, then the director came over, and he didn't like Mr. Hoffman. They said, falling foul. There's a movie called Hero. And, uh, 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 the director came up and said, what's, what's Mr. Hoffman taking? I said, well, he wants me to get rid of my southern. He goes, oh, he does, does he? <laughs> well, I want you to lie. Well, I want you to lay it in thick. <laughs> I want you to be as deep south as you possibly can, right? Oh, that is... But, you know, that's the thing about... But that's the thing about... I think when we all... Even when you did... The help, and you had your role there, which was, you know, very, very serious behind the desk um, a type of role. Um, even though you are, um, you know, normally seen very comedic, very, very thick accent, you know, hamming it up, it's you still were able to pull off that role and make it very believable. I, I think most people definitely were able to see past. Leslie Jordan, a celebrity that, you know, we see on on game shows, talk shows, whatever. And in playing that role, you made it very convincing. You were able to pull that off. Well, thank you. That was directed by my one of my best friends. That was Titan Taylor. He grew up with Catherine Stockett that wrote the book. Mm-hmm. So that, he's, he's gone on. He's untouchable right now. He did the James Brown biopic. He just did, I think, Girl on a Train. He's just untouchable. But he pulled me inside, and I kept saying, Tate, I don't know what I'm playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the book, I feel like he's an editor. He should be like that Superman editor where he's yelling. And should I, should I push it up a little bit? He goes, like you could. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> like that's hey, a possibility. Right. Well, that's an there's a vote. There's a vote of confidence. But Kate said, listen, every, I'll tell you exactly what you're playing. Every small town had one back in the 60s. I said, one what? <laughs> he goes, you know, that guy, because that guy is married with five children. But honey, you know. Right. So, that was the only direction he gave me. I have to also thank Emma Stone, too. She's like, what a film actress. I mean, she just, I kept telling Kate I'd run over and I'd say, I don't know about her, because she was, she was new then. Easy A had not come out. And I said, Kate, I don't know about her. Yeah. She's not giving me much. He said, I said, you just play your part. I said, she's not giving me much, though. Mom. She's kind of low-key. But then I saw. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I saw the movie and there were 
50 things going on in her little size. See, I thought she was just a little mumbling. I kept telling her, I'm used to Karen Walker. You know, I'm used to Megan. Sit, Tommy. Throw it at me. You know, give me something to play off of. And she just went, whoa, 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 whoa. And, but, she, you know, she's a film actress. She's a film. There were 50 things happening on her face that you didn't see even when you were right next to her shooting it. Mm-hmm. Well, what's next for you? What are you, what, what, what's on your plate now uh, coming up that we'll be so excited to see you in? Well, I leave. Um, I'm San Francisco. I leave from here. Are we pretending like I'm here? Anyway, I'll leave from here. <laughs> no, we are. We're in San Francisco. I'm so sorry. We leave, I leave from San Francisco uh, Monday, tomorrow, to, um, um, or the Monday, end of the weekend, to fly to Winnipeg, Canada, mm-hmm. and I'm shooting the sequel to a movie I did called Sorted Live. Yeah. That had a... Uh, that had Olivia Newton-John. We did not get Olivia, but we got Floopy. Floopy Goldberg's going to be in it, and we're shooting uh, up in Winnipeg for two or three weeks, and then we go to Dallas. I've got that, and then, um, anyway, there's always something. I'm trying to get into Vegas. I'm tired. I'm 61 years old now, you know. And I want to land. (laughs) You know, I want somewhere I can perform and land, and I think Vegas, I've got a show I've written called When You Swish Upon a Star. It's if Lee Barachi and Truman Capote had a love child and began to chatter. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them I ain't a singer and I ain't a dancer. I know this is Vegas, but I'm a professional chatterbox. And I want showgirls. I'm gonna have showgirls all around me. Oh my God. Yeah, it's tired. Oh my God! A uh, new showgirls and one tiny fairy. That's going to be beautiful showgirls and a tiny fairy. We should put little wings behind you. Yeah. <laughs> put little wings behind what? you with all these tall girls over you. That'd be cute. I can yeah, see, I can big, see big, big knockers. I want big knockers behind me so I can get the strike crowd in. Yeah, I think it's pretty weird <laughs> that that the uh, sorted lives. Um, uh, uh, sequel has actually, you know, gotten off on 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 the right foot now because I know it's been a little bit while while um you know funds were being raised and all that good stuff to get the movie twenty years yeah twenty years <laughs> Delsa was called me and said where we're going I said well it's about time girl I know there's a lot of time in there honey a lot there's a lot of storytelling to be told now. And we had an argument yesterday. He's on the phone with, I said, Dale, I'm now 20 years, I, I don't clip anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm old, white, hairy, hairy, white, hairy, hair on my shoulder, old, white, hairy belly, you know, white, flappy, kind of old man boob hang down. I said, I'm, I'm not going to shake. He goes, well, you have to. <laughs> I said, no, I think it'd be funny that brother boy's out of the middle hospital. He wears a dress. <laughs> Well, like you know, uh, Dina Martina, you know right. Dina Martina. That's right. In Dragnet, you can be bearded. You don't have to. You don't have to have a clean. Face. Oh, no. You can do all. Of no. It. Okay. Well, you're, I told him I'm not going to shave it. Well, you're here in San Francisco for the My Tree uh, Benefit Bliss, and um, and you're always giving of your time and 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 talents to you know worthy causes across the United States year after year after year. Um, and, you know, what, what is it about this particular event that really, um, you know, when the call came that you said, definitely I would do it? Um, 
I didn't hesitate because, you know, I'm a gay man who buried an intern phone directory. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. we really did. That's I got here in '82, and West Hollywood was a ghost town. It was, you know, it was a city in crises, and um, and so, you know, I volunteered for years. We we had hospices on every corner. I mean, we had the Chris Brownlee. We had. Um, oh, the Lynn House. Uh, we uh, anyway over the years, many of them, you know, have closed. And thank goodness, we don't have hospices. We don't need that many hospices for our gay brothers and sisters that are dying. And so, when they said, you know, this was a, a, a end of life care facility, and all lost, and my gosh, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm there. You know, and they said, well, let, my management people said, well, let's, you know, let's see what. I said, no, I'm there, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I'm real past the point of, uh, I don't do things for free anymore. I just don't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like hundred but $100 a day in a square meal, you know, give me something, I'll come up. <laughs> so uh, they said, well, let's see, you know, because, I mean, I, anyway, I just have I thought maybe you were going to say I needed to check out the facilities because I might be, be there or something at some point in time. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> no. I, I thought maybe you were getting well, a free honey, tour. As long as you're not getting a free I, tour, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Uh, the, I'm like the Griffins side of my family. There's the Jordans, and then there's the Griffins, and the Griffins don't die. They just sort of fade away. I don't know what. <laughs> Griffins don't die. We just fade away. I don't know what right, right. my mother's people. Well, you know, it's always a pleasure. You know, I remember the last time you were here. I saw you at. I don't know if it was. If it was. Um, Oh gosh, at the hotel when you were doing your one of your shows, uh, I can't even think of the hotel right now. But um, the Nico, you were at the Nico, and um, yeah. I just I, I couldn't get off the floor from laughing so hard. It was such a great a great show, and you're such a great storyteller. And um, I'm sure what you're going to be doing this afternoon um, at Bliss will be short and sweet, but I'm sure we'll be just as thrilled to see it. Okay, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Liz. I've got to run. You okay? You know what? I'm an out-of-work actor, so today I've got to go buy post-it bam. i got to run. I've got to do. Okay, baby. I well, will see you later. Post-it. You take care. Bye-bye, honey. Okay, bye-bye. I want to thank Leslie for being on It's Everything. It's always so fun to speak with him. He's so busy. He's got things going on left and right. And we had an opportunity to just talk to him a little bit before he goes on to um, uh, his um, the reason why he is in San Francisco, which is to participate in the My Tree Bliss event, um, which is being held here today. May 1st um, at 4 p.m. at the Mission Bay Conference Center at UCSF. And, um, you know, he's hilarious and we'll be doing his part. Now, of course, if you don't know uh, what My Tree is, it is uh, they provide the type of care um, for people who are at the end of their uh, life cycle, I guess is the best way to say that. And um, um, he is giving back to the community as he always does, as he mentioned. 
mentioned in our interview. And um, so if you have an opportunity, this is a good time for you to enjoy some good food, um, some good drink, and, of course, some great entertainment. There's a list of people there. If you're still interested, you can go ahead and um, uh, buy tickets at um, MyTree, that's M-A-I-T-R-I-S-F dot org, MyTreeSF dot org. You can still get tickets or just show up. I, I don't know. I don't know if you have any tickets in advance. You should probably go to the website to make sure. But um, I want to thank again Anaya Day for being on the show. Uh, Leslie Jordan again for being on the show. But we're going to leave you with another one of Anaya Day's main hints. I think the song is actually number two. I think it's number two on the made it to number two on the Billboard charts. Um, and one of her latest hits. I told you she has so many of them that are out there right now. It's kind of crazy. But this is "Stranded" by Anaya Day, um, and it's a remix version by San Francisco's own Leo Frappier. So until then, next week, I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.